0: It's time to play the show. The bell has rung, and that big show might be over, but it's time for us to bring wrestling information you can enjoy with the match predictions, analysis, the ups and downs of professional wrestling, all reaction, some beverage drinking to bring you logic on tap with your good brothers. It's time for you to look into
1: the eyes of Howard Blues
0: and the Mark Kidder on
1: Beer, Blues, and B.S. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a Triple B Wrestling Review. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight?
0: Well there, buddy guy, I'm doing uh, pretty decently, you know, not too bad. Uh, We just made it through another premium live event. What? What? Yeah, did I say something funny, Rude Boy? <laughs> he muted himself. It was so funny. I'm not your buddy, gay. <laughs> not your guy, friend. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> I'm I'm doing all right, and and here's why. Uh, because tonight I uh, you know made it through this premium live event, but Rude Boy Kyle was also watching it and we were able to have that commentary back and forth and that's what got me through the rest of the show uh past the open and we'll talk all about that especially with uh, with how rude boy feels about it but uh we have a couple pieces of business to attend to first
2: of all uh rude boy how you doing i'm doing all right saturday night and uh yeah all right for fighting that's
0: that's right and uh jaco i i have to uh tell you this because last night we were talking about the upcoming uh pay-per-view for aew it is double or nothing it's in las vegas and it's on may 28th it's a sunday
2: Mm.
0: you know what takes place on may 27th a premium live event live from the kingdom of saudi arabia <laughs> it's night of champions which will take place at noon central time so on saturday afternoon we'll have one of these and sunday night we'll have one of these
1: i i quit <laughs> i tell yeah. be a weekend full of fun
2: <laughs> yeah, i'm out the triple uh. header friday saturday and sunday yeah it's, it's gonna, be gonna be need a nap. yeah so it's gonna be something so there is
0: that okay so that's the first piece of business the second piece of business we need to get to the most popular segment on our show in history and that of course is what's on tap we need something to drink right now 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 and Howard what do you have I, ha- I see you have your premium t-shirt on because this was a premium live event You can get your premium t-shirt on our website beerbluesbs.com You can also get it on our Streamlabs merch store And that is pinned in the chat if you're watching this video right now So uh, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs Please help support the show Get the tip jar going What do you got Howard?
1: Well, uh, Kidder, I I know last night when we were uh, recording the main show, I said I wasn't going to do it, but I changed my mind. Uh, Kidder, I I once again have uh, the shot glass and the bottle of schnapps, and uh, for every one I get wrong in our prediction game tonight, I will be taking a shot of this uh, ice hole salty caramel schnapps. Well done. So, that's what I will be Hopefully not drinking tonight.
0: <laughs> All right. Roo Boy Kyle, you got uh, the black mystery glass over there. What is your beverage of choice?
2: Uh, this is from the uh, Cedar Rapids Rough Riders game. It was previously filled with uh, 32-ounce beer, but uh, tonight it is filled with uh, Captain and Coke. Hmm.
0: So the the captain's going to make it happen tonight.
2: We'll okay. find out. That's
0: that's what you're really hoping. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, what and, do you got, Mark? Well, you know, you know me. I'm I'm multitasking and doing things that you know should have been scheduled when I was watching the premium live event instead of last minute. But I'm throwing up the post right now to say that we're live, so we can have more than uh, a couple people uh, watching and joining us and commenting because that's what this is all about. Uh, So I feel that I need to have one of these after what uh, we just watched. So this is a tasty beverage. It is from New Belgium and it's a mountain time premium lager. I've had it on the show before, big supporter of the Colorado Avalanche, of course, and it's 4.4% alcohol by volume, a 12 fluid ounce can, one gram of protein, and 130 calories in this. And it is aluminum from the Ball Corporation, a big time sponsor of the Colorado Avalanche as well. So, got to throw that into the North Dakota Fighting Sioux Yeti, just to... Keep it at its optimal chilled temperature, so then we can enjoy that as we're going. So, let me Starting open this light up. Tonight. Going, going to have a good one. Mm-hmm. So, I had mentioned last night, Howard was, as we go on to piece of business type three, <clears throat> I had an announcement and, and obviously, Ruboy wasn't on the show uh, last night, so he didn't know that uh, we had an announcement, unless he saw the Facebook or Instagram posts throughout the day. So the big announcement, the moment that everyone has been waiting for, well, guess what, Howard? Mark Kidder returns to terrestrial radio. Monday through Friday, the Mark Kidder, yours truly, back on the airwaves. 96.5 The Walleye. You can listen to me live on the frequency, 96.5 FM in the Bismarck, Man, and surrounding area. Or streaming on the free 96.5 The Walleye app right on your phone. Or also on the website, 965thewalleye.com. So, there's the big breaking news. The Mark marketer back in the radio business, as it were. It's almost like I never really left, but the more, you know, starts Monday.
1: So cheers. <laughs> I mean, cheers. I just, I, sorry, my brain is trying to rack why you didn't mention this last night and you waited for yeah. this show to Because it's live. We were technically live last night.
0: Sort of. Nobody was watching. Rude R- R- Kyle even turned it off. Nobody was watching.
2: <laughs> no, I watched. I participated for, in the chat. For,
0: for half the show. And then... Yeah, and, well, and bedtime then like like happens. I, I, when
2: you're on about three and a half hours of sleep in 24 it, hours it's because true. of my it's true. wonderful shift work schedule, it's uh, true. sleep happens.
0: It's true. It's true. Yes. It's true. So... There's the announcement. Glad that uh, we have two people on the YouTubes watching and uh, one on Twitter or uh, Twitch. We're on Twitch. Maybe somebody's streaming us on on Twitter as well. Not me. But there it is. The big news. And uh, Marco is back in the chat. He's excited I'm back on the air. So I'm glad somebody is. (laughs) All right. Should we get down to business as it were? It's 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 a whole show ahead of us. We made it through backlash, which was sometimes referenced as WrestleMania backlash, other times as just backlash, and I guess they settled on just backlash.
2: So, are we ready? Yeah. So so is this supposed to be like the final part of WrestleMania, or is it supposed to? What what's the? I apologize for the. The interruption, but uh, <laughs> like you said, I, I did notice the 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 jumbled up advertising where they're kind of like, "Well, this is kind of like uh, a follow up to WrestleMania," uh-huh. but then it's uh, I don't know if it's sort of like a final transition since they did the draft um, before they start next week, but. Yeah, the, the, the whole draft thing
0: too. Don't don't get me started on that. But well, uh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, the initial idea for this is that WWE has WrestleMania, and then the first pay per view, as it used to be called, but now premium live event, would be the Backlash, like the fallout from WrestleMania. And the past couple years, they've titled it WrestleMania Backlash. When in years past, it has just been backlash, but they've returned to apparently just backlash. And so, yeah, it is kind of uh, a finalization of those stories, wrapping up WrestleMania season, but also trying to transition into the next set of series. Of course, the next premium live event we talked about at three weeks away. Uh, it's a night of champions where every championship will be defended we'll just have to see if they are actually defended this year
2: and why wouldn't then, they just finalize it at Wrestlemania
0: well you know <clears throat> one would think that you would you would do that but oh
1: well, the Hollywood writers are on strike so who knows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I, it, usually it's because um, if you have like title changes it's your rematch. Of that, it's it's the chance for people to get their
2: belts back and mm. mm, kind of sell that. Um, however, so like, so you're saying the first one at the WrestleMania might not be as legitimate as it usually previously was, or are they just uh, giving it, a, or are they just trying to leech off onto the like a jump into a new <laughs> season type thing. It, yeah, it,
1: it's kind of like they have spent so much time building up their WrestleMania cards that they're like. We want to milk it for one, you know, one last time. Make sure that there's nothing left in these feuds. That's understandable, you know. And and for a while, in fact, they've been better lately. But for a long time, WWE has been very, very heavy on the rematch clause. Mm -hmm. supposedly every time that you have a championship match, I'm going to cash in my rematch clause. They've kind of moved away from that a bit, but that's kind of where this served a purpose to kind of get rid of all of those or anything that has screwy finish.
2: But well, it, it, it's understandable with the amount of, uh, we'll just call it shenanigans that, yeah. uh, that every, happens every show uh, lately. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some kind of interference or uh, intervention going on, but uh, the, the some of it's quality, some of it's uh, <laughs> I'd say detracts from the show. But mm-hmm. that's uh, that's wrestling. Yeah, that yep. is that is the wrestling.
0: I do agree with you there, rude boy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is kind of that. Uh, when you lose at WrestleMania so somebody else ends up having your your championship then it's uh, your opportunity to get it back get that revenge the backlash is coming at you
2: but yeah well that that should happen maybe four or five months later because you should walk away from WrestleMania with your tail between your legs mm. you lose on the big stage mm. you should uh, you should have prepared better should have prepared you like should it. have performed. Better, I like it. Yeah. Wrestled
0: better. <laughs> the storyline should have been written if, better. If only we were in charge. Oh man, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I tell you. <laughs> well, yes. Maybe that's a impetus for an episode in itself. Instead of the reaction show, if we were in charge of wrestling, what well, would we do? <laughs> That, that that would be a very long show indeed. It would I, be. Yeah. It could be a multi. Uh, it could be a, a series in itself. Multi-decade <laughs> series. Yes. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I'm yeah. sure there's not enough of those floating around the internet. Probably not. No. We di- We digress. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, couple couple shows coming up, and we are now on the road to SummerSlam. The hottest show in the summer, this time or this year, taking place in Detroit once again. Uh, we have Night of Champions coming up at the end of the month. And then uh, I don't even remember if they've announced the other ones yet. Uh, and we know Detroit, Michigan is known and, for uh, its. Yep, uh, Money in the Bank, June 2nd. That is in London. And that'll be at. Uh, The Millennium Dome. So that one's June 2nd, and that'll be another, you know, midday show, because they're six uh, hours ahead of us or so. And then, on one of the best days of the year, August 5th, will be SummerSlam, again, live from Ford Field in Detroit. So there's your upcoming... Two Detroit shows. ...upcoming schedule. So... (laughs) Here we go. Uh, this is WWE Backlash live from San Juan, Puerto Rico. And here's how the show works. Howard, the ref, give us the rules. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Yes. Yeah, so if you've never joined us for one of our uh, kind of review shows, uh, Kidder and I for many, many, many years now have had this little kind of contest back and forth where we make predictions on how we think the night is going to go. So who's going to win what match. Sometimes we throw in some bonus questions, like how many suplexes is Lesnar going to give his opponent. If certain people are going to show up, things like that. And uh, it's just kind of for fun for bragging rights. I always joke and uh, we like to see point. how it goes. So uh, with it, Kidder always locks in his picks uh, before the event starts. Because of life and kids, I don't really watch the show, and I don't even like see spoilers. So I get to make my predictions live, and being also that I tend to be very busy, I don't really get to follow a lot of wrestling these days, so... I have no idea why some of these matches are happening why some other matches are not. You'll probably hear me ask some questions as we go. i will uh, call out. it. out. Yeah. But I'll call it live. Kidder will give us a rundown of the match. We'll give some thoughts, some opinions. And uh, again, tonight, if I get them wrong, I'll be drinking shots of ice hole from this lovely bottoms up uh, shot glass from Alaska that my sister gave me. So, yeah. That's the rundown. Uh, and of course, As we always start, because Kidder is such a video guy, we always start with the opening package. Yes, cold
0: open video tonight, as it generally is with the WWE product. Uh, Somewhat disappointed in it, to be completely honest with you, because it had some cool effects, like the logo, the stylization this year, pretty good. I enjoy it. Uh, The lower thirds, very good. Very interactive. I dig it. But uh, this opening video was all Bad Bunny and his hopes and dreams and revenge. And then they went into, like, match clips leading up to the matches in tonight's premium live event. So... I don't want a promo in the open video. I want an open video to get me excited about the show. I I already watched an hour of worthless streaming unlike this show. The kickoff show before this. So I got to see all these video packages. I don't want to see it again. Whatever.
2: So eh. One thing I will in- inject into the, the video or the at least before the matches started, was I, I I, really appreciated the the drone flight from the outside of the arena to inside, up and down, through the concourse and into the arena. That was uh, that was pretty slick. Yes, the the drone shot, fantastic. I I like that one. That that
0: was good. That was good. I I thoroughly enjoyed that uh so good on them for doing that and i think <laughs> they will they will probably do that again as they head to saudi arabia because they they were messing with that last time they were in saudi arabia as well uh it's also an open air arena in saudi arabia if they're at the same i think they're at the king sod dome or whatever it is so they should be able to do that anyway Michael Cole said the attendance, 17,944 people, and it was sold out. And, of course, uh, Corey Graves, Michael Cole there, and the Spanish announced team. Gracias, amigos. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, Marco saying the kickoff show lasting longer than anticipated. I mean, yeah, an hour is much too long for the kickoff. Uh, In fact... I wish that they would get rid of the kickoff show now. If they're not going to have matches on it at all, because it doesn't really serve a purpose, in my opinion. Make it a half hour. <sighs> I mean, that would at least get you a quick promo on the matches. But well, uh,
2: I mean, it, you, do you need do you really need a feel good piece on every kickoff show? I mean, it. Mm. I don't know. It it, it reminds me sometimes that. Like you, you just have the the Kentucky Derby style <laughs> build up, and it's like you've got the story of Glue Stick and everybody and everybody's story about this thing, and mm-hmm. you've got to go into about ten minutes about how Glue Stick was trained by John Horseman's and <laughs> I mean I don't know. Sometimes I, if you can make those like two or three minutes, and if you do one or two of them, great. But yeah, get WWE on to the action
0: has uh, has never been known to do anything uh, quick, especially in that nature. And the, the kickoff show used to serve to have one or two of the lesser prominent matches on it. And if they would go back to doing that, fantastic. Mm. Plus, we can end the, the pay-per-view slash premium live events at 10 o'clock Central Time. We can get it over with. There's none of this 10:30, 11 o'clock garbage. And I mean, tonight they, they only ended, ran
2: five minutes over tonight. They,
0: they they only went five minutes after, and so that's kind of impressive that that it was that short. Uh, but uh, again, they, their tendency to go f- half an hour to an hour, you know, longer than is kind of necessary because it gets a little bit long, and we'll talk about that as we get into the show. But. Uh, I almost don't mind the hour if they don't air all of that crap on the pay-per-view or premium live event itself, because you've already seen it before the show and don't waste your time airing it again, because again, the promo videos and everything, it gets to be way too long. Anyway, so first match of the night it is for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes, this is your opening contest EO sky versus champion of raw in the women's division, Bianca Belair with this. I chose Bianca Belair to retain.
2: Yeah, I I chose Eosky. Um, sky. Um, I I was kind of put on the spot. I, uh, I uh, you forgot. I, I, I well, I I did not forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go. No. Gonna set him but, up. Here yeah, we it. Was, go. it was just it was just something that I uh, I believe the last time I did uh, uh, did watch, I I remember picking Air, I believe might be wrong, but um, I remember texting Mark and I. I mentioned something about how the, the whole hair stick is kind of overplayed and the uh, break run run its, run its course. So I, I picked EOS guy because it was something that I made my picks for the entire night during the first match before it was mm-hmm. done. So I was like, well, she's a scrapper, she's a fighter, and uh, we'll, we'll go with her. Yeah. So,
1: uh, with this, I think it's going to stay on Bel Air. As much as I'd like to see maybe somebody else like Io Sky get the title, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to keep the title on Bel Air. I think Io Sky is just somebody they could put up for a, a one-off pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so, this match was 18 minutes in length. And now that the predictions have been locked in, ding, 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 here we go. This was a pretty good match altogether. Uh, Lots of cheering, everybody in the crowd was behind the, the, uh, the superstars, and then suddenly, everybody shifted to EO Sky, including booing Bianca Belair and not just a light boo, like an enthusiastic boo. So, kind of crazy. They were flipping around, doing body slams, uh, off the mid-rope, the top rope. There there were some very unique spots, like a double foot stomp onto Bianca's left arm at one point.
2: Uh, uh, the- she, she really uh, emphasized that injury tonight. Mm-hmm. It was something, she went after it. Uh, multiple times, almost got a, a five count, uh, three or four different times. The the DQ count.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the, the the DQ
2: count came into a, to a, a factor, but uh, corner punches. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Bianca
0: tried to do the press slam, but but that arm injury, and she was uh, hurting from it, and ended up uh, sending Sky face first on the mat. <laughs> I, I went oh because that had to have hurt somehow I, th- I actually yeah, thought that, that eO that, had her face busted open there
2: yeah that was that was a uh, out of all the the moves tonight that uh, that one I I winced that too so it was
0: <laughs> yeah it
2: was scary looking
0: it it was definitely uh it was definitely face something. took the brunt so there, there was a lot of back and forth with this, and I did appreciate that. Uh, lots of high flying, back and forth, including uh, a 450 splash that EO Sky got an ease up for, and then Bel Air tried to power bomb, but uh, ended up uh, getting a, a sit out face buster and a two count instead. Uh, double knee attack and. Uh, Belair was trying to go for the KOD, which is her, her finishing maneuver, of course, but Sky got out of the ring and then, you know, got some shenanigans going on. Uh, Sky ended up going to, uh, to uh, the top of the turnbuckle and hit a huge moonsault flying through the air where Belair was standing on the floor very good sky rolled through and stood up and you know did a couple moves there uh they ended up getting back into the ring sky tried to go for a hurricane ron but Belair ended up blocking it and hit a power bomb from the middle turnbuckle for two uh it was very close near a fall right there now here's here's where the fun stuff starts happening rude boy is going to be real excited for this well uh, guess what? Damage controls Bailey and Dakota Kai came down to the ring. Bailey gets on the apron. Belair went after Sky. And uh, then, well, Bailey grabbed Belair's hair. Belair punched Sky. And then uh, Kai's up on the apron. Belair had Sky on her shoulders, knocked Dakota Kai down. Sky countered a KOD attempt. For a near fall, and that was a very close two count. And Bailey gets back into the, or goes up to the ring there. Belair sent her out. Well, at this point, Sky put Belair into the ropes, and Kai kicked Belair. Sky goes up top, and jumps off with the moonsault attempt, but Belair moves, and now Belair is laying on the ground. Bailey grabs Belair's hair but suddenly the referee catches it, and then Bailey lets go. Belair ends up countering uh, De- uh, Io Sky at this point because you got Dakota Kai and E.O. Sky. Anyway, Belair gets the KOD, a one, two, and three. Your winner and still Raw Women's Champion is Bianca Belair. And Howard, you are sitting there Asking if that is the Triple B DraftKings screwy finish of the night. Rude Boy, I throw that question
2: to you. It's definitely a strong candidate for the screwy finish of the night. Do you think it is? Is it or is it
0: not? Hmm. We got to make that determination. think about all the rest of the matches is it <laughs> he's thinking no going to hold that on a on a no for that one okay we'll hold that on a no it's a no that is not the screwy finish of the night. All right. So that uh, that's uh, done. Oh wait! What, oh
2: wait! What, wait! Wait! What, what? wait, wait. What? I, I think I was muted. Sorry. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I was I was going on my rant about how it was the screwy finish of the night. Oh, you think it was? Well, it's it's something that your the uh, the the interference type plays when unlisted or unlabeled people come into the ring and try to add their two cents, uh, it's almost come to the point where whoever they're trying to help, they're almost setting themselves or setting the uh, alleged beneficiary of the help uh, up for a downfall. Uh, And in this case, it was. So as soon as I saw that, I instantly felt the pit in my stomach because my pick for uh, the match was not going to win because I was like, well, we've got two people outside the ring. One's playing by the rules and kind of listening to the ref, and the other one's kind of like, well, I uh, had my my help by pulling some hair. and uh, So I was like, well... Now now that I am in the position I'm in right now, mm-hmm. I understand the reasoning why, uh, even though Howard, uh, came away from his prediction unscathed, uh, he made the right pick because, um, yeah. I mean, even with a little bit of help, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a massive amount of help. So it, it uh,
0: Howard, do you think yeah. that is the uh, the the culpability, if you will, of the screwy finish of the night?
1: I, I mean, well, as the guy who hasn't seen it, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you because there could be something screwier on the card. So I'm in no position to, to okay. do that. It is a screwy finish, but... I, okay. I'd, so,
2: say, it, I'd say that there was it was the screwiest, but I, I wasn't. I was disappointed by other results. Right. More disappointed. It, I'm it. calling it. There it
0: is. It is the triple B DraftKings screwy finish of the night. There it is on the screen. Just to prove it, it's there. It's it's done. We've called it.
2: Where's my DraftKings check? Wish, wish we. Well, we're still waiting. For <laughs> yeah. We're
0: still waiting for them to spawn. That,
2: that's Sorry. that was that was the the first part of my rant that I was going into while I was muted. So I was like, yet mm-hmm. to receive my DraftKings check, but yeah, yeah, it's in the mail, I guess. Yeah, lost in the mail.
0: <clears throat> so after that uh, backstage scene, Rey Mysterio is there talking with Bad Bunny. They're talking in Spanish, and then Savio Vega shows up and pulls out the red, white, and blue kendo stick, handing that over to Bad Bunny, of course, uh, in the Puerto Rican theme for the night to use later on in his San Juan uh, street fight. Street fight. I think that's what what it was called. Yeah. No um, rules. No yes. advantages. San Juan Street Fight. All right. So there you go. WWE Hall of Famer, Savio Vega, live in uh, in Puerto Rico. Next up, they went through the graphics about the Raw and SmackDown rosters, talking about the draft results and the stupid free agency and the stupid things that are going on at the stupid draft. And this stupid new WWE title that isn't split from the one that Roman Reigns has, which is the Universal title, which used to be the frickin' world heavyweight title, which is not anymore, and now is this, and etc., etc. Here's the other stupid thing about this whole thing the new. World Heavyweight Championship that is uh, created and has been shown off every instance since Triple H debuted it. Stupid! That's right. Um, Basically, they're having a tournament. Yeah, glue stick should win. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) he should win this this whole whole contest. The glue stick wins because it'll hold it all together.
1: I I, I just have to throw this in, Kidder, not to interrupt, but I have been trying since uh, Rude Boy Kyle made kind of the the comment about, you know, glue stick uh, (laughs) as a racehorse. Uh, Way back at the beginning of this, I've been trying to make that joke. And I've been just now finally was able to sign into Twitch. Good at, and get good it to get well, really to do
2: it. well, eventually once you get your check or your <laughs> your free hundred dollars or whatever the credit is from uh, from DraftKings, you'll be able to put a hundred dollars on glue sticks. Stick. So
0: yeah, there you yeah. go. You can just pass that pass that right along there. <laughs> so uh, basically, what we're looking at with uh, this whole. Stupid tournament because they're having a tournament for for the title. All right. And it's a raw only championship. So one would assume that only the raw roster would have access to it or perhaps the free agents, because even in the draft, there are still people who are free agents. This makes zero sense. No, they're having a tournament on raw on Monday, and then they're having a tournament on SmackDown on Friday, and the winners from each tournament will face each other at Night of Champions to be then crowned the initial winner of the new World Heavyweight Championship. Really?
1: Why? My only guess is that maybe they want to move somebody... Back to raw, you know. <sighs> yeah, it's just that, that 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 would that would be it. You know, See, they have done Boy's this. Draft. So pissed off <laughs> that he got up and left. <laughs> I, I think Rude Boy got up to refill his beverage. But that yeah, would be. you
0: might need to drink more. Yeah, that's that's very true. <clears throat> so anyway, there's my my thoughts on that. Still agitated with the whole turnout of of their decision for the new championship and then how that's uh, being laid out. All right, next up, the video package for Seth Rollins and Omos. The match that came out of nowhere, right? So, uh, yeah, Uh, this, I picked Seth Rollins.
2: Rude boy. I chose Omas. Oh my. Big man's gotta wins. Oh my! Uh, you know, I, I keep thinking that like
1: they're going to because they pushed Omas as this like unbeatable monster, the Nigerian you know, giant, for for so long, and now, like when he's actually had some big matches, he hasn't won. Uh, I I almost kind of feel like they've already maybe given up on him, and I think he might be the new uh, the new Kane in this case, the new Cant. <laughs> and so uh, I'm going with Seth Rollins. Okay. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Kane for the show. All right. So what we're looking at uh, on this one is a 10 minute 30 second match. <sighs> uh, yeah. Apparently Omas is is a free agent and can appear on either show again. Uh, I've mentioned it before. I'll say it again that I think Omas is the personality of a wet sock and he can't wrestle. I'm not impressed with him and I just am bored when he's talking or on TV. So, we're off. Uh, Seth Rollins was in the middle of the arena, and everybody was singing the theme song. And suddenly, Omos came running at Rollins with the shoulder tackle and took him out. So that before the match even started. That's that's right, and of course, everybody booed. Uh, this was one of those matches where it was, you know, um, the giant and. The the very 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 weak person, and so they were selling this as if Rollins almost, definitely
2: had the the crowd support though.
0: Yeah, Rollins had a huge. Everybody
2: was everybody was pop. singing along to his uh, whoa whoa woes and, mm-hmm. and all that. So it's it's not like he he didn't have any support, but uh, yeah, they they definitely tried to sell it as. Uh we'll call it a David versus Goliath type match. Like yeah. it's like, well I mean each each wrestler is accomplished in their own right and have their own strengths and weaknesses, but uh we'll we'll let Mark describe the match and I'll I'll explain <laughs> later on why, why I I picked what I did and <clears throat> explain why why I feel how well, about the match?
0: Here's the thing. I mean, Ruboy's Boy's on to something because Omas has been on a losing streak. And everybody goes, wait a minute. Omas is big, bad, and tough. He's supposed to win something. Well, it ended up being somewhat back and forth. And Omas was throwing Rollins around and countering things. And uh, he ended up doing the snake eyes at one point. And. <clears throat> Rollins tried to go for the curb stomp at uh, one point, and Omos no-sold it, which is the first time it's apparently uh, happened.
2: Well, it happened three or four times. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean uh, it's, it's something uh, In that, a wrestler. That,
0: uh, he's the first one that has no-sold it, apparently.
2: Well, no? it's, it's something
0: who's, that... Who is the... Oh, the Fiend, probably? Yeah. I I see Howard. Thank you, Howard, for refreshing my memory because I have forgotten (laughs) about the Fiend already and Bray Wyatt because, you know, he disappeared off the face of the planet. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I, without spoiling the end of the match, I will say I was most disappointed in the results and how this played out because it had so much potential um, like you said, uh countering the Rollins uh head stomp, Apparently, well the announcers said that it's never happened before and yeah, and all this, but uh so
0: Howard the ref needs to throw the flag on Michael Cole because obviously
1: <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. the the mesh that, yeah, that Bray White as the fiend no sold it, I mean, it was a terrible match because that was the one where they did like 26 like I think we counted it was like 26 curb stomps mm-hmm. and it just it was like curb them and the curb stomping the female pop right up and it atrocious yeah it was it was pretty bad yeah. it was not good <clears throat> so Rollins goes for the stomp.
0: Omos had his hands on the mat, blocks it. Omos gets a choke slam and a two-count. Rollins gets back to... or are on the back of Omos, tries to go for a sleeper, but Omos goes down to one knee, then suddenly powers up, gets up, sidewalk slam onto uh, Rollins, then MVP goes to the apron. Rollins hits Omos with the stomp. Rollins kicks MVP off the apron to the floor. Rollins hits Omos with a stomp again. Omos kicks out at two. Rollins is shocked again. Rollins then goes up to the top of the turnbuckle and hits the t- stomp from the top of there and uh, drives Omas' head into the mat because it's the only way that he could win. Covers for a uh, an odd-looking pinfall, but wins again in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. That match was Twice the length it needed to be.
2: Well, uh, I'd say the first two thirds of the match, they set it up to the point where Omas had the uh, skills, ability, and the fortitude to counter whatever Seth Rollins threw his way. And I was like, all right, my pick's going to my pick's going to win this, this has a real chance of winning. Uh, even though Mark isn't a big fan of Omos, uh, it's, it was something that like you guys have said, he's kind of been the, the doormat for big type matches. Uh, and he's, he's kind of due for one of those spoiler type wins. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why I made that pick that I did. Um, Also, uh, just my, my uninformed wrestling opinion of Seth Rollins, just, uh, just kind of copying the Far Cry 5 Joseph Seed arc of being the architect and, the the weird, um, archetype type of, uh of uh i'm i'm the guy wrestling type again i'm I'm almost the god of wrestling uh so it's like well uh, i don't know just not not up my street but i was like i was kind of cheering for omos he countered whatever seth rollins had to throw at him they had the chance to maybe extend the match even though mark didn't want to see it maybe another three to five minutes go back and forth a little bit, but uh, yeah, like you said, the the last third of the match, I'd say, or the last third or the last quarter was awkward, weird, and disappointing to the point that uh, it was like, well, you could have shifted this match another one or two down the card and made it go another three or four minutes, but this that's wrestling.
0: A kickoff show match. Well it uh, should have been.
2: Well, I mean it, that's 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 why we have the discussions we have is I mean the, the, the opinions that I have are are I'm I'm willing to throw my two cents your way and and sometimes <laughs> well <laughs> I or oh, you're out of change, you gotta start throwing dollars. <laughs> I, I don't have my uh, my euro coins with me, but mm. um but yeah, it was, the, it was the truck count. It was something that I I even though I made an unformed choice, uh, before the match even happened, uh, the the momentum in the first two thirds of the match was on Omos's side, but then all of a sudden Seth Rollins is like, all right. I'm going to counter this. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to throw a, an awkward ending into it, and I'm going to win. So, I I'd say that was that was a, the biggest disappointment of the night for me mm. in terms of matches. But
0: <clears throat> it's a classic uh, overpower match, uh, and then well, uh, Kitty coming around. Yeah, Orion uh, has some thoughts on it too, but he, <laughs> he took a nap through this match. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, I was going to mention that, uh, from our Facebook comment that <laughs> Kenneth Roach wanted to see the Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins fights and, mm-hmm. uh, his comment that, uh, it was entertaining. So thanks for the comment, Kenneth. It was. So you get to see this video.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are blues? I... You know, just listening to you guys talk, I, I mean, I could, I get Kyle's point uh, about wanting to see this go a little bit more, and I i think it, it goes to say something that one of the, the, the story of the little guy beating the big guy, that the David versus Goliath, to really work, it, it needs the proper build, and I just, I don't know, the... It seems like this match kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. At least to me, yeah. as a guy who, who hasn't following, like I don't know that there was a ton of buildup for no. There was what they really <laughs> did to show like Omos maybe constantly beating down Seth Rollins, so that you know, like when all of a sudden Seth pulls it out, it's a big woo. Yeah. I, and so for that reason, I I can totally get Kyle's point of you know, maybe Omas just should have won, but...
2: Yeah, it felt like there was a little bit of storyline that was established in, in some of the matches that you could say, well, I could see it happening this way or this way because of these reasons. But like you guys have mentioned, this this match kind of happened out of the blue. Um, I mean, there's, there's certain wrestlers that have uh, more more action than drama or they um, they they let their wrestling do their talking for him and I think Omas is one of those guys that uh, he he lets his his performance do the speaking but with the the progression of the match it, it felt like uh, it, there was a good back and forth, between the, the two wrestlers and you, even though they, they, the announcer sort of built up Omas and the, the performance of, of Rollins was like, well, how could he counter a, a head stop more than once? Or how do he counter a head stop at all? And, and it was, it, it felt like, uh, it feels at the, at, at the end of the match it, it was just like oh it, it was so awkward like you like you said mark it was it was uh, it had the potential to have something but there's it was kind of just a time filler yeah
1: and, and it kind of I would almost guess uh, you know if you're not real familiar and if the buildup of the underdog storyline isn't set right it just kind of then feels like you have the you know the big, you know, like all of a sudden the cheat code is entered, and all of yeah. a sudden Rollins out of nowhere gets the pin, yeah. and I, I can understand that, um, especially you know Kyle, I I know you don't follow wrestling all that much, so I can mm-hmm. un, it totally makes sense to me as yeah you're looking at it from an outsider. Wait, this doesn't make sense. For two thirds of the match, he was
2: beating this guy, yeah. and all of a sudden it's just well it was it was it was a fairly even match and there was a good back and forth and I mean not to say that Rollins was mincemeat in the first two-thirds but uh, it was something that at uh, Omas uh, he, he definitely set himself up for a good story of of writing himself to victory uh, but it, uh, it didn't happen, and we'll, we'll see when it happens in the future.
0: Funny thing is, we've talked about this for uh, longer than the match.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way she goes. I mean, it, it was it was disappointing to the point that you had to talk about it longer than the match lasted. So, yeah, at, at least, I mean, it, it, I'm sure I'm sure, Mark. would uh want to move on to the next one, but uh, let's. Let's keep on moving. Mm-hmm. Keep on trucking.
0: Yeah, you got to go get your Euros from your from your rig out front. <laughs> <The> gyros. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, there is a commercial because now uh, you get your items, www.shop.com. off tonight or something like that. And uh, then Mike's Hard Lemonade. Harder Lemonade. Because it hits harder. Which means, guess what? The next match is brought to you by Mike's Harder Lemonade. Then they showed a clip from the Backlash press conference, which was yesterday apparently, because they needed a press conference to get people's interest. Uh, Damien Priest and Bad Bunny exchanged words and then started slapping each other, and then Triple H had to break them up. And then, it's time for the Triple Threat Match for the United States Championship. In this one, I went out on a limb and chose Bobby Lashley. Rude Boy, your choice. Hmm. Let me find it.
2: Uh, we're, well, in the, we're in the United States Championship. I chose Bobby Lashley. Mm. This mountain time was good. I, uh,
1: I'm going to stick... I think I'm going to stick with the champion. Here's the thing. Kidder, I know you shared some of the draft results, and I know I've seen some, but I don't follow enough... But I could tell you, like, if the champions or the championships switched brands like that happens, if Austin Theory is now on a different show than his title is normally, I I don't know any of that, but I'm going to just stick with Austin Theory to to retain. So Uh, if it it
0: helps, uh, Theory goes to
1: SmackDown
0: and has the U.S. championship. And Gunter is on Raw with Imperium and has the Intercontinental Championship. So, yes, they effectively did the title swap once again. But uh, I don't remember where Lashley and Bronson Reed ended up in that. Yeah, so I'll I'll stick with theory. Oh, I guess uh, Lashley was drafted to SmackDown if I read my notes. Bronson Reed drafted to Raw.
2: But they, they could have had a graphic that, had, that showed more than just uh, <laughs> all the faces, even though everybody can probably pinpoint who is who. But if they, if they just went through a scrolling graphic with their name next to their face, it, it'd be a lot more helpful for the the layman' oh. understander of 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 wrestling. You should cause. have watched
0: the draft, Rude Boy. They had the the crawls on the bottom with all of the draftees and and their respective draft and their show and everything. It was I, uh, I put about way more than we needed.
2: Zero effort into any <laughs> draft, <laughs> NFL, Major League Baseball, <laughs> NHL, whatever professional sport <laughs> it is. Uh, I could probably talk for an entire podcast about why I do not care about any draft. Uh, I'll let it be at that. <laughs> hmm.
0: Here I thought that uh, we'd get Rude Boy going again. but uh, Oh,
2: you, you can. Uh, <laughs> There's the opportunity. <laughs> Um He's but yeah be it's, going
0: for a couple days
2: at no, this uh, I, I don't want to derail the, the the excellent train that we're on because oh.
0: you mean you don't yeah. you, you want us to continue and discuss this six minute fifty second match for the United States Championship.
2: Honestly, that's probably more entertaining <laughs> and uh but it, it okay. I mean it, it's it's something that I I've tried to get roped into mm. Fantasy draft pools at work. Hmm. Um, and I say no. Thank you.
0: Say no way, Jose. Well, he doesn't work for the company anymore, just so you know. <laughs> uh, so, yes. just uh, so for this clarification, it was mentioned that there were no DQs and no countouts for the triple threat rules because. Howard, you know, and love how screwy they can get with the rules sometimes for these different matches. So there's What are rules? Rules? Why do we need rules? (laughs) So all three of them get into the ring. Lashley goes for a clothesline, and then Theory comes back and hits both of them. Then uh, Lashley takes the upper hand, starts beating the crap out of both of them, but then... Bronson Reed, who is not a small man, ends up getting clotheslines on... a couple people there. Well, I mean, not a couple people at this point, Lashley. Then, Reed and Theory agree to work together, so then Theory goes in and hits Lashley. Well, then, Reed turned on Theory by running him over (laughs) instead, so... There was basically the the high point of the match. Uh, There was some other big moves with uh, Lashley slamming Reed and then hitting Theory with a spine buster. And then Lashley speared Theory, got a two count. Reed pulled Lashley out of the ring. Reed did a a springboard splash from the middle rope onto Lashley's head slash shoulder on the floor. They ended up getting back into the ring theory stopped reed from climbing to the top ropes theory tried to go for his finisher on lashley but lashley slipped out of it applied the hurt lock theory kicked off the ropes to land on top of lashley got a two count but then suddenly reed came out of nowhere from the top and hit a tsunami splash for a two count because theory came in and broke up the pin Theory then hit Reed with the forearm smash, followed by a running blockbuster neckbreaker. Reed blocked the lift attempt. Reed hit a power slam, and then Reed tried a moonsault from the top, but Theory moved. Lashley hit a spear on Reed. Theory dumped Lashley out of the ring. Theory ran over, quickly grabbed Reed, pulled it up. Pinfall right there at 6 minutes 50 seconds and your winner and still the United States champion Austin Theory, Mr. A-Town down himself, which you can't do that because everybody loves the acclaimed. Ah. Um, Fast paced match. They did the, the old steal the pin type of finish that you, you know, try and see. Uh going back and forth and so maybe this one could have had a little bit more time because I felt this was rushed. Uh, especially take four minutes off of the Omos match, which you know would have benefited this match. Uh but anyway, that's that's my story. What's what's the rude boy have to say?
2: Yeah, for for how many people were involved that uh it felt like uh they all deserved a little bit more time cuz uh i mean how he hasn't taken a shot yet and i mean the, the the wise educated guesses of howard blues uh how dare i guess against them but uh, uh it's it's something that uh yeah, it, it felt like uh, even though I was more disappointed with the uh, the Omos and Rollins match, it felt like this one was even more of a time filler. It was kind of like just a, a transition uh, to something that there was going to be even more. You just got that. Uh, I just got the, the feeling in my tummy that was kind of like, well, there's there's more BS that's going to happen later on. It's 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 just cooking up to be something like that. So, yeah, this, this has been
0: quite the the drawn out storyline between Lashley trying to get his title back, uh, the U.S. Yeah. title, and Austin Theory being the future futures here, whatever uh, you want to say uh, in that regard. But yeah.
2: Well, I mean, is do you, do you think that it was something that they could have chosen a, a better matchup or put something better in? Like, if if you were to replace this match with with something else, whether it be men, women, uh, if you had the choice, what would you do? Yeah, you, you know, here, here's my I guess
1: two cents on it, and it, it I think that they hit a bit of an issue of. Uh, Roman Reigns is not on the card. There is no match for the big championship on yeah. this card. Um, and so you, I think you're getting a lot of kind of filler. They're trying to put.
2: Yeah. I, you're, you're getting their lackeys and associates to kind of just yeah, wait, you, wait for the big match to come
1: up. Right. Well, you, Well, and because you don't have that, you're you're trying to kind of fill with what you have. The other problem is they've done this draft. They're going to shake everything up. Well, that's fine, but you know, they haven't had time to build anything like truthfully, whether you love the draft or hate the draft, the draft should have happened either like right after WrestleMania or right after tonight, you know, it should have started like Monday night and it's like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to have the draft and we're going to mix everything up.
2: It begs the question: Is WrestleMania the title card, biggest event of wrestling in the entire year? Because if they're going to do something big and be a, a final stopping point, um, what's 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 the point of having something that is is as uh, WrestleMania and then have something is like. Hey, we're gonna have you a chance to kick an extra field goal for the win, but then we're gonna change teams, and then we're gonna start it all over again. It, so it's kind of like, well, I, I don't know. I, it's tough to equate sport to sport, and, and yeah, and it, whatever. But but, yeah. but, but you, they've had this problem
1: with it. They they have this idea that they want to do this brand split and they want to do this draft, and they have pretty much kind of sucked in the last oh 10 years about when and how they do the draft sure because they choose the wrong time to do it um they used to do it like right before uh things like survivor series but they always kind of do it right before a pay-per-view which doesn't make any sense because just as you said uh, you could be going into Wrestle, but it. Why does it matter? I'm switching, you know, to a different yeah. brand, uh-huh. and, and, and that's why I say like it really should happen like after a pay per view.
2: You know, well, It seems, where, it seems where where like a battle could, of storylines versus uh, the event where there's there's something where you could be just be in the middle or uh, approaching the end of a uh, a battle between a, a group or. Two wrestlers, but there's this roadblock of either WrestleMania or the draft being in the way of of that uh, that storyline.
1: Yeah, I mean, basically this this pay per view is uh, I'm sorry, premium live event yeah. is is <laughs> really really just there because they scheduled it. And then they decide to do the draft and they don't want to start anything until, you know, they, they can. And this is kind of, so that's why I think you have some of these holdover matches and some of these like, well, what's the biggest, not big match we can throw, you know, what, which is why you're seeing things like Bianca Belair versus EO sky. That's not a big match, but they don't want to start a big feud right now because they're about to all switch shows Mm -hmm. and that's then where they want to build their feud yeah they don't want to do it now and so you're seeing things like that hey here's a rehash of the u.s title with the people who've kind of been in on it for a bit you guys want this some more you know it yeah that, that that's kind of why we've had so far we're three matches in and they've kind of been matches, you know? Hey, we can throw Seth Rollins versus Omos because we're really not going to do anything with it. You know? Sure. I I think that's what you're getting here. You You don't have your champion on. You're just trying to put in the best kind of things you can or the things that carried over. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens got a huge pop when they won at Mania, so let's put them in the main event here. I think they're the main event. I don't know. I didn't didn't see the show, but they're not the main event. Are they not the main event? Yeah. Well, (laughs) because there's a double main event (laughs)
2: that they announced
1: earlier today.
2: Yeah. When, when I saw that they saw they, they were at least trying to to push the double main event. uh, I was like, all right, cool. And then (laughs) I wondered at the end of the match, I was like, well, there was the final match of the night but what was the other main event Uh, even the announcers didn't really just kind of sell one or the other as the main event obviously the last one that's that's enough for WWE obviously the last match of the night's going to be the main event Mm -hmm. but if they're going to do a double main event uh Uh why not try and Uh, if they're going to call this a premium live event, Mm -hmm. at the end of the night, why am I disappointed in the quality (laughs) and the lineup? Welcome to
0: WWE programming.
2: Well, I... (laughs) uh,
0: I'm so uh, sad because
2: he's new to this. uh, Well, no, I'm I'm not new to it. (laughs) I'm I'm so little invested in it that it's, it's something that I i i i feel for you i i understand your 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 gripes and your groans and the, the heartache over here this is great so so it's yeah it's something that uh yeah it's that's all i can say is that's that's wrestling
0: for the for the record the other main event on tonight's double main event Is Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest in the San Juan Street fight?
2: Okay, I understand. why. On
0: every graphic, like okay, not every graphic, probably ninety-eight percent of the graphics out there, Mm -hmm. on top of the backlash text right here, Bad Bunny, his picture was right here on top of it. I don't know. Oh, you got the two percent graphic. I I did because I I choose, I'm a purist in my graphics, Rude Boy. You know that.
2: uh, Yes, of course. (laughs) I like like the top. So so for for someone like me, if I knew that the events were going to start at 7 p.m. the night, uh, Mm -hmm. having little understanding of wrestling, uh, barely following, and um, even though there's an hour lead-up show, they're like, Okay, I only have the time to watch seven to ten p.m. How would you know it's a double main event? Or how would you even know? That's actually where I found out (laughs) because they they had had the big graphic come up.
0: Double main event. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. If they're gonna invest an hour into (laughs) the the show beforehand. Why not? Yeah, in the middle of the show, if they're going to do a a thirty second to two minute period between events, mm-hmm. say, this is our card. These are the re- these are the results so far, and this is what's coming up. This is a double main event. You don't want to miss this match. Type of setup. So it's it, they are e- even though they they go through it in the hour beforehand. Why not? Continually say, "Hey, there's this coming up. Mm-hmm. This is the match after the match that we're going to show coming up next, or this is the lineup card." Yeah, it it, it feels. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm. I'm vouching for something that has mm-hmm. more continual information. Mm-hmm. Just kind of thrown out there, like uh, like Formula One, they. They constantly. I'm a big F1 fan. Um, Glad you didn't say F you. No, but it's it's something that they they at least try to throw out there. This is when the next thing's going to happen because mm-hmm. because they have uh, at least in a normal weekend they they have three free practices, a qualifying, and then a race. Um. But they they don't miss the opportunity to say this is the streaming service we have for Formula One. Uh this is what's going on right now. They they obviously at least through their streaming service they or will equate it to the, the premium live event. Oh sorry. Um but they, they don't hesitate to say, hey, if if it's on a Friday, they have free practice one and two. Mm-hmm. In the middle of free practice one, they at least mention two or three times practice two is, this, is it at this time, or come back two and a half hours from now, whenever it may be, and then tomorrow uh, it, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm – you're, I, I, you're I get. Uh, it. <laughs> I, I think I am because because I now that I'm kind of circling back around <laughs> to it. They yeah. they each match deserves its own focus and and attention, but the I I I understand the intricacies of the show and uh, it it only needs a couple tweaks to be that much better but mm-hmm. so typically yeah. what what they
0: do is uh, right before the match they'll say you know next on the card is this match they show the yeah. video and then they go into the uh, the entrances and that's that's the yeah. WWE style of doing it yeah. AEW does it a little bit differently and to some degree it gets to be too much and I tune it out because they promo the matches throughout the the entire show Pretty much every match. You know, still to come tonight. We have this, this, and this, and then we have this, and then we have this, and then the graphics are popping up on the screen while the match is happening, and and it, to some degree, hey. it detracts from what's happening in the ring because they're talking about it and it's showing up on the screen. Hey, you don't
2: want be to be distracting, but at least have uh, the the person that's a casual watcher yeah. hooked for the The potential in the future, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, uh, I I like uh, the thought of mentioning some of the other matches that are coming up tonight. You know, just a quick rundown. Uh, yeah. Have those on there, but not the full. Here's the match, and then here's yeah. a four-minute video package on it. So. Still to come, by the way, we have our main event and our other main event because there are those main events. And Howard will finally get his match, which is the six-man tag match, but that is not the main event. It is sandwiched between the main events. So is it the actual main event? Howard the ref will let us know when we
1: get there. Stay tuned for that. Howard, I just want to say, all that ranting aside, I I didn't get it in there, but um, I almost kind of think I should have Tanked a few more of these so I could actually have a drink because, um,
0: <laughs> well,
1: I'm too sober for all of this. You,
0: you st- <laughs> still can. I mean, uh, join I can, the club. I can get the whiskey. I mean, if you want to start having some fun, we can have some fun. The show is half over.
1: <laughs>
2: if you give me your picks, I know I'll know if you if you have another shot in you, at least. No, that's all right. It leads it, yeah. to the surprise, you know. Okay. Well, it begs a question. Have you gone perfect in one of these shows previously?
1: I have not. I have never aced one. Kidder has. Okay. Um But I have never been perfect. It's been a while. Great. So, no, I, I've i never gotten it 100%. I usually will miss one match. Sure. Somewhere, um, all right? But I, I mean, I'm shocked that I'm this. But I know some of the matches coming up, and <laughs> there's at least one yeah. where I don't know how to. F- I'm still debating. Confident. So, all right. Yeah. Forecast good.
0: confidence has been reducing. <laughs> so, Shot watch f- is active. A- and. <laughs> all right uh that triple threat match is finally over with commercial comes on for the DraftKings kings promo and it's bobby lashley and Big E. I thought this was weird because bobby lashley was just in the ring and now he's in a promo talking about matches clearly yeah. he didn't do well on there because he would have picked himself to win he cleaned
2: up, hey. He, he, hey. He cleaned up pretty quick he cleaned up pretty quick
0: uh, Biggie was there like I said and they're doing the prediction game on DraftKings and interesting things of who will get the first pin who gets the first whatever who goes to the top rope who blah 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 so th- they're trying to th- copy our gig right and I feel that guessing who will win the match and then the random bonus questions is more than enough I don't think we need to go into all of this extra garbage because Howard would have a nightmare keeping statistical track of everything. So you're welcome. Uh, Commercial number two was the Night of Champions promo again Saturday, May 27th from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Noon Central Time start, which means that they will have an 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff. So you can watch... An hour of garbage before you actually get to the real show. Next up, it is the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Your current champion won at WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley, versus, in some aspects, Puerto Rico's very own Zelina Vega. I chose Rhea
2: Ripley. Rude boy. I also chose Rhea Ripley. Uh, on this one, I'm
1: sticking with Ripley. I think the only reason that Zelina Vega is getting a title shot is because they could claim her as being from Puerto Rico and the hometown crowd, and mm. they,
2: they listed her as from New York. Mm.
0: Yeah, she, so uh, I I don't you know know the hi- entire history of uh, Zelina Vega. But her mother and stepfather live in Puerto Rico, I guess. Uh, She is of Puerto Rican descent, according to what uh, I gathered from the commentating tonight. And uh, she has lived in New York City for uh, a while, or at least hails from New York City. And her father was killed in the 9-11 terrorist attacks. So there's that. Uh, huge pop for Zelina. I do have to say she entered second which I thought was also interesting. Rhea Ripley made her entrance first and wearing white ring apparel which Jaco you know that uh, the white ring apparel of the wrestler sometimes means that they are dropping the title. So interesting fact there or thing. Uh, this match was 7 minutes, 10 seconds. Again, I mentioned Zelina Vega very patriotic with the red, white, and blue. Uh, she not only had the ring attire with the uh, Puerto Rican styling but uh, of the flag, but also had a giant flag as part of a robe, which was cool. Her uh, family was also at ringside, and she uh, was now or is now part of uh, the Latino World Order that Rey Mysterio brought back. All right. Here we go. Just so you know, Jake, uh, Rhea Ripley was drafted to Raw. Selena Vega drafted to SmackDown. Rhea Ripley has the SmackDown Women's Championship and Bianca Belair has the SmackDown women's championship and was drafted to uh or the raw women's championship draft see see this is this is all immensely confusing and makes the draft pointless and two women's championships even more pointless <sighs> anyway the titles are on the wrong show and so they'll probably do the swap again. Alright Rhea Ripley Vega, go right at it. They started battling. They uh, ended up going to the floor, and Zelina grabbed a sandal from her mom and threw it at... That was
2: my favorite part of the match.
0: Threw it at Rhea Ripley. So my my question is, why did the referee not call the match then? Because it was a a weapon? (laughs) That was... I know it was a, a flip-flop, but uh, it, it was a weapon, and it was thrown. So, uh, anyway, uh, Ripley hit a power bomb on Zelina. Ripley told fans to suck it. She thinks she's DX now. Uh, Ripley whipped Vega into the turnbuckle and then did the Eddie Guerrero shake to... Uh, the Viva La Rasa to upset the fans Uh, on top of that more whipping from the turnbuckle and back with a backbreaker and then Ripley applied a submission with Vega on her back Ripley went for a spear but Vega moved out of the way went shoulder first into the ring post then Vega got some offense few clotheslines and then Ripley hit a headbutt which destroyed Zelina Ripley ended up going for the Riptide, but Vega countered it with a huge DDT, which was pretty cool. Uh, Ended up uh, getting uh, Rhea Ripley onto the ropes. And what did Zelina do? A la Rey Mysterio, the 619. Just to make Howard happy because he loves those moves, how they're set up. Uh, Zelina then did an Eddie Guerrero-like shake on the middle rope and hit a Meteora. Very uh, good move there. Uh, Rhea Ripley ended up hitting a roundhouse kick, which stopped Zelina Vega running toward her. Rhea then hit the Riptide and hit the pinfall right there. Again, 7 minutes, 10 seconds to pick up the victory. Your winner it's still SmackDown Women's Champion. Rhea Ripley, Uh, you know, the match, eh, all right, she's supposed to be dominant. Not too bad in that respect. Uh, I, I guess I would have liked to have seen her champion earlier so then Zelina would have had a legitimate chance at winning the championship here because I think it would have done a lot for the people of Puerto Rico and Zelina's career. Because, I mean, she could use a championship, let's be honest. Um, and she's pretty good. Also interesting, I don't know if Rude Boy knew this, but, uh, Jaco, I'm pretty sure you remember this, that, uh, of course, Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy are the significant others of both women in this match. And both work at All Elite Wrestling. So kind of interesting to see you know your spouse versus your spouse and uh, of course you know who won
2: yeah I'd see this is one of the more entertaining matches even though it was a short one for the night um the uh yeah like you said it was it it felt like it was uh I mean the, the crowd obviously was uh, in favor of the, the the hometown the, the the hometown crowd definitely had the they the bias blocked. they they I mean it, it was one of the louder part of the matches so mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean going against Rhea Ripley uh, at this point in time is uh, it's mm-hmm. tough to to write her off so that's why I picked her. It was a good emotional moment, and so yeah, yeah. I mean, especially after the match, they they even uh, kept on before going to intermission or commercial of uh, over saluting her her family in the crowd, and that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So there's that. Next, a video of Butch and Ridge Holland promoting an Arnold Schwarzenegger series on Netflix called Bar. There you go. And then a promo about the Judgment Day. And then another video package about Bad Bunny. And then... There you go, the double main event. Which um, Rude Boy really liked.
2: <laughs> it's his favorite. No, I, One of his I favorite nodded players. off.
0: Oh. Okay.
2: I, I watched the wrestling matches, not the not,
0: not the promos. Not, not the promos. Okay. <clears throat> well, next up is your first of two main events, two for the double main events. <clears throat> it's the San Juan Street Fight with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. My choice, Bad Bunny.
1: I'll hop in. I think it's going to be Bad Bunny as well. I, I think that they're, being in Puerto Rico, they're going to give it to him. Make the fans happy.
2: Yeah, I had zero knowledge of either wrestler beforehand. So I, I chose the one with the, the funnier name was Bad Bunny. So <laughs> there we go.
0: That I works. thought this was interesting. Uh, Rude Boy also mentioned that he had no idea who Bad Bunny was. In all yeah. honesty, I didn't know who he was either until he showed up with WWE.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Made a song with Booker T called Booker T. (laughs) Uh, This match, by the way, there, Jaco. 25 minutes exactly. Ooh. Yep. 25 minutes. The San Juan street fight. So, here we go. Damien Priest makes his entrance first. He is also wearing white gear
2: and has the Puerto Rican flag Honoring they, his hair, They made the specific mention of the, the white gear on mm-hmm. broadcast, too. So, Because it is the same gear that he wore
0: two years ago at WrestleMania when he and Bad Bunny teamed against The Miz and uh, uh, what's his name? Mr. Bionic Fist. Oh, uh, John Morrison? No. No, the, with the Pokemon card. Oh, Logan Paul. Yes, thank you. That guy. So, uh, he's wearing this- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what, you just blowing stuff up? Or are you laughing at no, Logan Paul? <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, well, yes. Okay. Well... <clears throat> Uh, His music hits and it's Bad Bunny. Yes, one of his tracks playing. And interestingly enough, pretty much the entire crowd is singing the song. I've never heard the song before in my life, but the whole crowd was singing. So good for them. Bad Bunny also uh, initially carrying the red, white and blue Puerto Rican kendo stick. But right at the entrance which i forgot to mention early earlier i hate how the ramp was set up because it was a curved ramp to the ring and they came out from i don't know a locker room area and so that was set up with the led walls but you really couldn't see it and i would have liked a straight shot from there to the rings to get better viewing angles uh, so it kind of bothered me, but anyway, bad bunny grabs a shopping cart, all a Raven and it's full of weapons. So he's ready to go. He's been shopping around. So here we go. Street fight. Weapons are legal. No DQ, no count out. So you know what that means. Anyone, anytime, anywhere can come join the fun. So first of all, they had a stare down. Uh, Damien Priest is slightly taller than Bad Bunny and so they were doing this face-off in the center of the ring and Priest shoved Bad Bunny down and then they were slapping each other and then it was almost like a South Park fight for a second because, you know, they're on the slaps, but uh, <coughs> they started throwing some some actual moves and kicks and then I think this, this went way too long without involving the weapons or the no DQ, no count out rules. Because there were just back and forth in the ring. And then eventually. Yeah, there,
2: there are a couple of times that you thought the, the match was going to be done. Uh, well, <laughs> like you said, within 10 minutes of it starting, it was. They took too a couple, long. A couple moments where either wrestler was going to be victorious.
0: Yeah, so they were, you know, an arm ringer and a jawbreaker and sunset flip, uh, hit a forearm to the face, running back elbow splash, the south of heaven slam, axe handle slam, uh, then the toys come out, there's a chair, there's a kendo stick, there's another kendo stick, there's shoving back and forth, the tornado DDT clothesline over the top, the crossbody block, Trash can lids back and forth from Bad Bunny onto to Damien Priest on the floor. Then they got back into the ring. There's kendo sticks, kendo shots. They're blasting each other. And then a falcon arrow slam on Damien Priest for a two count. Then Priest hit Bunny in the back with the trash can. And then Priest grabbed the red, white, and blue kendo stick and uh, simulated like he was going to
2: hit a home run with the bat. And- I mean, yeah, pre- Priest had baited him into <laughs> walking up the uh, the makeshift ramp that they had in the arena. He he basically had him going like he 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 was done with the match. Yep. And he he got him in right position for the for the strike. So. It was it was one of those deals, and then uh,
0: countered the trash can. <clears throat> so that's where Priest really got the the upper hand uh, again. He was doing the the baseball, you know, like uh, like he was um, I don't know, Sammy Sosa something. Hitting a home run, but uh, the crowd was booing. Then they went out into the crowd and over to the tech area, and Damian Priest put uh, Bad Bunny on top of one of the equipment boxes. They started fighting back and forth, but Priest punched him and then gave Bad Bunny the broken arrow slam off of the boxes through a couple tables, straight on through. The officials came out. It was Adam Pierce and Sean Devari. They're trying to get Damian Priest to stop, and Priest said, Multiple
2: referees, dude. This is
0: going to be done when I say it's done. So Damien Priest carries Bad Bunny over his shoulder back to the ringside and drops him like a sack of potatoes in the ring. Uh, at that point, Priest goes for a spin kick. Bad Bunny ducked Priest's foot, hits the ring post, and, ah, oh, he must have broke his ankle. So Bad Bunny brought a kendo stick and starts hitting the ankle area again. And Bad Bunny starts going after him. Priest gets up, but of course, you know, his leg gives out. And uh, Priest is telling the ref that he's fine. And uh, this keeps going back and forth, right? So Bad Bunny grabs his knee and then slams it into the ring post. The classic uh, knees around the post and then the grab and slam. Uh, Bad Bunny gets a steel chair. The crowd goes nuts. And uh, he starts hitting on that with the steel chair. And then Bad Bunny is holding the chair, standing over Priest. Bad Bunny is getting suckered in because Priest is apologizing and pleading to Bad Bunny. And he starts leaning over him. And guess what? Bad Bunny, you shouldn't have been fooled into that because Priest kicks him. And he goes flying back to the turnbuckle. And then guess what? The Judgment Day, Dominic and Finn come running down, enter the ring. They start attacking Bad Bunny. No DQ, no count out. Dominic and Balor stomping a mud hole into Bad Bunny. And then guess what? The LWO hit the ring. Rey Mysterio comes running out, but Dominic and Balor start beating up on Rey. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It's the guy <laughs> who spit the face of people who don't like to be cool. It's Kalito himself with his shaker and apple in hand. No, he didn't actually have a shaker. It was just the apple. Kalito comes down mm-hmm. to the ring.
2: The crowd goes nuts, hits that, a backstep. That, that's when I knew that was a true street fight. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: The buddies always show up to defend their uh, their other buddies.
0: Now we're actually getting into the action. And uh, like I said, Kalito hits a backstabber on Balor. And then Kalito grabs the apple, bites into it. Dominic hits Carlito in the back. But then Ray hits a 6-1-9 on Dominic. And Kalito, who still has the apple in his mouth does the apple spit in Dominic's face and then well guess what Dominic and Finn Balor try to go back down the ramp well the music hits and it's Savio Vega and he's wearing the LWO shirt fans go nuts they're going crazy they're losing their damn minds Savio Between calls. a rock
2: and a hard place.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, I think what Michael Cole was saying there. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Savio calls for some more backup, and Santos Escobar and Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild, the rest of the LWO, who used to be known as uh, uh, the, um, the, the one group led by Zelina Vega, uh, come running out and start beating the crap out of Judgment Day. And then uh, Balor thinks that he's getting away, but Savio smashes Balor with some huge chops across the head and an uppercut and then a back kick. And then they all chase Judgment Day into the back. And then suddenly we cut back to the ring. Hey, there's a match. There's a match still going on here. Well, Priest is still selling the injury. Bad Bunny grabs a leg, goes for... Woo! The figure four itself. Priest goes down for the two count. Got his shoulder up, but uh, misses that uh, two count there. So, yes, the match still going on. Priest grabs Bad Bunny by the throat to get out of it. Tries to slam. Bad Bunny wiggles out of it, for, and then uh, a two count out of that. Priest charges at Bad Bunny. He moves. Priest hits the steel chair. Bad Bunny hits the slice bread neck breaker off the turnbuckle, nearly landing on his neck, but uh, well gets a two count off of that. So Bad Bunny has to go back get the toys because, damn it, this is a street fight with no rules, no DQ. You might as well use the damn stuff. He grabs a steel chair, beats down priest with the chair sh- in the chair shots to the back. Bad bunny hits the Canadian destroyer, the one, two, and three count. Michael Cole ends up calling it a bunny destroyer, but he didn't destroy a bunny; he destroyed a Puerto Rican. So I'm kind of confused. Uh, anyway, there it is. 25 minutes. Your winner. Bad Bunny, everybody came back out to celebrate. They lift Bad Bunny up. The crowd is singing his theme song. And, uh, I mean, Bad Bunny did pretty well with the wrestling moves here. He's doing a lot of back and forth. We've seen him wrestle before. So I appreciate his attention to those details. Uh, Thankfully, this was... You know, a street fight, a specialty match, and so it didn't have to be just a wrestling match. So I think it worked in Bad Bunny's favor there. And then, of course, a, my biggest uh, favorite of this match was when Carlito showed up because, damn it, they got to bring this guy back, bring Carlito back to the WWE because he yeah. spits in the face of people who don't like to be cool.
2: It was it was good to see him show up. And it was I was glad he was. He was part of the match because mm-hmm. those, those bring back good memories from the college days. <laughs> I I was actually going to get her. I thought about it after people had already locked
1: in picks, but I actually thought, you know, what? we missed the opportunity to have that as a bonus question. Does Carlito make an appearance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it, it did cross my mind. So I'm glad to hear that he, he was there, though, because I kind of expected it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. ripped his hell. Yeah, he's in good shape. Mm -hmm. I'd say wrestling shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should
0: make it happen. All right, another commercial for Night of Champions, which is, again, uh, the second time that we saw Roman Reigns and really the only time that you'll get to see him on this uh, premium live event because, you know, why would the champion actually show up on a pay-per-view? Anyway, next is... Your main event that is not the main event. This is your six-man tag team match. The bloodline of Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, and Solo Sokoa versus KO himself, Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn, and bro, Matt Riddle. On uh, this one, uh, I was not quite uh, thinking all the way through. I went with the champs KO and Sammy with Matt Riddle. Uh, by the way, this match twenty-two minutes. Rude boy, your your choice of the
2: match. Yeah, my pick was the uh, um, the Usos and uh, Solo. So yeah, it was it was something I I I had vague knowledge of who the champions were and i was like well i'm gonna go with the underdogs so that's why i chose
0: the underdogs the longest reigning tag team champions in wwe history oh. <laughs> i know i know yeah. anyway
1: jaco <laughs> uh, so this is one of the matches that i i have gone back and forth on because I like Kevin Owens, I like Sami Zayn. I think that they're on a great run. I don't think anybody really wants to see them losing. However, titles are not on the line. Imagine they could lose. You can tell I haven't talked to them. Um, don't get choked up about it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah but imagine they can uh, you know they can afford to lose and it, you know. Titles don't change hands. You've added Matt Riddle uh, and Solo to this, which means you have somebody to take the fall in Matt Riddle. Mm. All that said, uh, I'm going to stick with uh, KO and and Sami Zayn. I'm going to stick with the champs.
0: See, that's that's the, the reasoning and logic I should have listened to myself. But I did not, uh, because I, you know, whatever. <clears throat> so, video package airs, because why not air the video package and kill another five minutes before the actual match? Usos make their entrance uh as the bloodline, and then you get uh Riddle with BRO uh, along with KO. And then Sami Zayn and the crowd goes nuts for the ole, 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 ole. As you know, they do. Again, this match, 22 minutes, the second longest match of the night. So as an FYI, Bloodline drafted to SmackDown. KO and Sami Zayn drafted to Raw. But it was mentioned specifically, as we had talked about before, with the titles of what happens. Apparently, with the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships, they can be on both shows as long as they are champions. Matt Riddle is a Raw superstar. So, <clears throat> right away, Sami Zayn starts with Jay, and uh, they go back and forth. Owens ends up doing a suck it gesture to solo Sokoa, and uh, they go back and forth. I, I kind of wished that uh, for this match, I had gone to the bathroom. I'm just going to say it, because my interest level in this match, as much as I love KO and seeing Sami Zayn and KO together, uh, my interest level of this match is very low.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Th- yeah. I'd I'd say it overall the 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 amount of action was good. But like you said, it, it felt like one of those uh, those matches where you're watching the, the camels race in the middle of the, the racehorse uh, ticket list of events <laughs> I don't know it it, it felt it felt uh, entertaining but not uh, not the most uh, satisfying should have snickers yeah yeah
0: anyway our next
2: our next sponsor
0: yeah if if we can get somebody to uh, to actually start paying. <laughs> Uh there we go. <clears throat> so a lot of back and forth at several points in this match because uh, you know how the Usos love to do super kicks. Well, about 5 minutes in it became a super kick party because the Usos are doing super kicks. KO doing super kicks. Sami Zayn doing super kicks. Riddle doing super kicks. It's a super kick party. And I'm, you know, interested as to see when uh, we're going to get the Jackson brothers coming in and, you know, get the super kicks really going. I I know they're at a different promotion, but still. Uh, that joke was made on one of the wrestling pages that I follow because super kick here, super kick there, super kick here, lariat, super kick, super kick, blue thunder bomb, super kick, super kick,
2: quick tag. I, I will say this: this this match had the best uh, audio out of all of them in terms of you make a connection. It almost felt like they had one of those uh, those. <laughs> It was it was kind of like the the speed skating type things where they had the clap skates where the, every time they 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 hit the ice, it was just mm-hmm. smack 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 smack. time they made a, a super kick connection to the head, it was just bam. It was it's almost like they had a little spacer in their shoe. Like oh no no, there's no there. spacer, rude boy.
0: I know that you're not a wrestling guru but uh, you know you know where that comes from right?
2: Uh, the Dutch
0: uh, s- sort of they're they are <laughs> sl- they're slapping the leg every super kick they make if you watch yeah. real closely you can see him doing that yeah. on the side so the, well, the, the timing must here. have
2: been impeccable <laughs> then they had me fooled. Well I mean they've
0: only been doing super kicks for years so <laughs> anyway. There's super kicks there, super kicks here, super kicks out of nowhere. Shirts now throwing, um, knocking each other down. There's tagging back and forth, the mixed tags. And and there's a little side story going because Jimmy and Jay, you know, they lost the championships. And, of course, that upsets the tribal chief. And so Solo has been the middleman between the chief, the tribal chief, and the, uh, the Usos, and so there's a little bit of this tension that's being built, and so... Ooh. Anyway, uh, there's exploder suplexes going on, Huluva kicks, two counts. <sighs> <coughs> really cool move. Uh, one point where uh, Riddle starts blasting uh, all three of the Usos. Uh, I shouldn't say all the Usos, even though they're brothers both the Usos and Solo Sokoa. They're outside the ring and Riddle does the classic over-the-top rope uh, splash onto the three of them, taking all three of them out. So, again, they're going for the big moves as we are now into the precipice of this match. Now, Solo looks like he's going to attack Jay, but Riddle was back in with a knee, Jay sends Riddle out of the ring. Owens comes up, s- tries to stun her Jay and Solo, but he Sol, uh, Solo hits the Simone spike on Owens. Solo grabs Jay and nearly hits Jay with a Simone spike. Jay starts yelling that I'm your brother. Zayn gets back up, knocks Solo down. Jay gets a roll up on Zayn, but it's a two count. Jay hits a super kick again. Jay then jumps off the top rope, huge splash. Zayn gets the knees up, blacks that. More action back and forth. Riddle hitting the knee on Jay. Riddle gets a tag. Then he hits Bro Derek on Jay, but Solo makes the tag before Riddle hit the move. Riddle didn't know. Solo made the tag. When Riddle went for the cover, Solo pulls Riddle off, hits a Simone Spike on Riddle. Solo pins Riddle and the one, two, and three. And there it is. The winner is the Bloodline, Jimmy J. Uso, and Solo Sokoa. Again, there, tons of super kicks, tons of uh, the confusion at the end with the back and forths, and, you know, yeah. trying to create that extra drama
2: yeah it, uh, there's definitely two or three uh, tags throughout the match that that felt like the guy oh here we go shot number one Woo! but uh, yeah it, it was something like two or three of the tags from the Usos and solo were definitely awkward. And uh, you could tell that that solo felt like he had a uh, a bone to pick at some point, because he'd slap the guy's chest that was in the corner who was active at the time, uh, and and it, it basically there's there's one of them who just got he just gave him a freaking slap to the chest. Gave him a good one, the good stick. And chop. he's like, "Well, I'm I'm legal now," and it ended up kind of sort of playing into how the the matches won um but yeah uh, i'd say this one definitely set up one of the better storylines going forward out of all the matches tonight
1: gentlemen I, i will i will say i i'm disappointed that uh you know, out of, out of all of the matches we've had so far, the one that I've actually probably really cared who won, I'm I'm wrong on. <laughs> but 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 that said, I'm kinda glad I finally get to have a drink on this show because Cheers, bottom, my man. Bottoms oh, wow, up cheers. So. Yeah. For a
0: second I was hoping that was a triple B shot glass. <laughs> he advertised uh, it earlier. I know. Yeah, nope. Here's your all right, here's your new triple B shot glass. Tall <laughs> oh, boy. If that's for yeah. That's for the next show you're doing too well on.
2: <laughs> Listen,
0: you're getting too many correct. This this is your shot glass for the next I, one that you get wrong.
1: I, I was worried, kidder I was worried. I only had you know so much ice hole left. I'm like, man, this could be a bad pay per view for me. Mm-hmm. I could end up finishing this. Um, you get to carry it over to the next one. <laughs> yeah, although I might have to get another uh, bottle. I tend to do much worse on the AEW shows. So, Well, yeah. the good news for you is the AEW show
0: is after the next WWE Premium Live event. So, you have all day Saturday. I shouldn't say all day. If Essentially... When the liquor store opens on Saturday, you better make your run, get your bottle or bottles and then come back because then the show will be done, you know, by 4 p.m. And then we'll be doing this all over again. And then you'll have to recover before we do it uh, again Sunday night after about 10 o'clock. So, well, 11 because AEW actually goes until 11 and they do and they do matches on their pre show. They do like three or four matches on the pre-show and then they still have a five-hour pay-per-view. Like, man.
1: Yeah, that'll be a long one. That'll be a long one. So,
0: anyway. Rude Boy, you, you gonna join us for the marathon? <laughs> Both of
2: uh, we'll, we'll see. Oh, we'll there. see. There you go. There's the... <laughs> the The non-committal answer. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll find
0: out. Sunday. What what date is that? That mm-hmm. is uh Saturday the 27th for oh. Night of Champions midday. So it will be afternoon of Champions for us. And then Sunday the 28th in the evening it'll be AEW Double or Nothing live from Las Vegas, Nevada. All right. <clears throat> All right. That's 3 weeks away. 3 3 whole weeks. All right, next up, a video package about Gunther and Imperium. And then, another video package, how did you guess? It's my son, Cody Rhodes, talking about the setup there to Brock Lesnar in the whole one week, (laughs) well, two, maybe, of setup. All right. There's that. This match I went for the American Nightmare, Mattun Cody Rhodes.
2: Rude boy. Yeah, I I chose Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. So
1: this is uh the split. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is the one of the matches that I was probably the most undecided on because you give Cody the win because you didn't give him the win over Roman Reigns and if, therefore, you keep him strong and, therefore, probably he ends up with that uh, new World Heavyweight title. Or, you know, do you have Brock be Brock? That's, uh... <clears throat> <clears throat> You know, that's kind of the question. You know, Brock just doesn't like to lose to anybody. Well, we might
0: have an answer for you here in a little bit. Yeah, I, I am <laughs> going to go He's a, He is a free agent, too. So. Oh, yes. Brock Lesnar is a free agent. He No show can hold him down.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think Brock is on his way kind of possibly out and retiring, and they have big plans for Cody, you know. So I think it's got to be Cody. And I'm going to guess, since you guys didn't share, uh, I think, though, that because it's Cody and Cody does well with selling and likes to take some punishment, uh, I'm going to go with 14 suplexes. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: My number was six suplexes. And mine was four with uh, no idea how... How many suplexes would be there? So (laughs) I
1: I, I might be doing a double. I mean, Brock has been a little—I don't want to say lazy, but (laughs) he's been stingy on the suplex. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he he really has. Stingy on the suplex. Like it was such a thing where there was a guy who would sit there and hold up cards
0: for everyone. It was great. That's how we we knew that we were on track because the guy in the in the left side of the camera had the card. One. Okay. Perfect. Two. Awesome. Alright. Yeah. Well, there we go. So now that the picks are locked in, we can officially get this show on the road. Mathon Rhodes making his entrance first. Huge ovation from the crowd. They're going nuts. Everybody going, whoa, for, you know, the song because there's adrenaline in my soul anyway uh puerto rico very loud very excited and brock lesnar comes out second a huge pop for him as well and lesnar did the slow walk to the ring and then makes the you know slow Walks circling the ring as well. And uh, as he is coming back around the ring, he's putting his arms up and Cody comes out of nowhere. Suicide dive straight onto Lesnar. The bell hasn't even rung. Cody's grabbing the hood of the commentator desk. Hits Brock Lesnar right in the face with it. Cody grabs the steel steps. Hits Lesnar in the head three times. Yes, three times. Cody used a steel chair then to hit Lesnar in the back. He's going to town with the steel chair in the back. Lesnar calls into the ring. Referee grabs the chair from my son Cody Rhodes. And then ding ding, ding, ding There we go. The bell has rung. And we're off this match officially. Nine minutes, 40 seconds in a singles match. So here we go as we are off. Lesnar tackles Cody. Cody hits a disaster kick a couple times. Cody goes for the springboard attack. Lesnar catches him. And then German suplex. one Cody hits a neck snap against the top rope. Cody jumps off the rope, but Brock catches him, hits a fallaway <laughs> slam. Lesnar grabs him again and then German suplex. 2, and then picks him up again. German suplex. 3! The fans start chanting Suplex City. <laughs> suplex City. Lesnar grabs Cody Rhodes and throws him for another German suplex. Four! And the fans keep on cheering it. And then Lesnar ends up hitting two straight vertical suplexes. Lesnar grabs Cody again. And then, boom! German suplex. Five! (laughs) Well, Cody ends up... uh, as, As Cody is there being grappled by Brock at this point... Cody is grabbing the top turnbuckle pillow like this, and then of course Brock whips him over for the German suplex, and Cody rips the the pillow for the turnbuckle off, and mid throw whips the tu- the turnbuckle pillow into the third row, <laughs> off to the side.
2: That's that something bitch is gone. That was a decisive move.
0: That bitch is gone. Uh, Marco in the chat has a uh, spoiler, and so I don't want to ruin the oh yeah moment for that one. But uh, here we are as uh, <coughs> uh, Lesnar uh, had thrown for the fifth German suplex. Lesnar looks at the turnbuckle to see the exposed corner. Now, Lesnar... Uh, Applies a bear hug, leading to an overhead suplex, which we count for six. Lesnar steps back. Cody does the drop toe hold, and Lesnar face first into the exposed steel turnbuckle. And guess what? Lesnar gets busted wide open. Marco with the spoiler. The Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. There it is. Right outside. Lesnar, he's bleeding like a stuffed pig. So now, interesting thing, right? Because there's no bleeding in WWE. And I was talking to Rude Boy about this uh, uh, kind of during the uh, match and then afterwards. But no bleeding in WWE. They want to get rid of it. It's a family show. It's too gory. There's too much blood and everything. And Brock Lesnar says, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and is bleeding
2: yeah, it Uh It did usually, not matter. There were stains on the mat, stains on each other.
0: He, he was
2: clearly bleeding. Uh, Let's was, just say was, that. It was a decent uh, decent opening.
0: So, uh, Lesnar is uh, stunned from the blood now, and Cody hits a Cody cutter and then gets a disaster kick along with the knees to the face. Cody ends up wiping some of Lesnar's blood on himself. Then Cody hits the Cody cutter off the top ropes and then he hits the crossroads two times in a row and gets a close two count. Cody goes for crossroads again, but Lesnar avoids it and uh, grabs Cody and hits an F5 for a two count. Then Cody gets the left shoulder up. The they're on their knees. Cody's punching. Lesnar grabs the left arm and hits the kimura lock submission on his left arm. Cody leans over forward into the pinning position. Lesnar held on to one arm, and the referee's counting one, two, and there's three. Yes, that is three my son, quarter road picked up the victory right there in nine minutes and 40 seconds there, baby girl. Uh, I do have to mention because rude boy and I were counting the, uh, uh suplexes there that Lesnar hit eight official suplexes. Uh, because I know that I potentially had missed a couple as I'm uh, going through the details of the match itself. But, uh, we can confirm with our very own eyes there, baby daddy, that there were eight suplexes in that match. So, um, other things to mention. Uh, Cody continuing the story, as he's saying, because it's his road. He's got to beat Lesnar to get back on the road to meeting uh, Roman to win the championships. Or maybe they'll sideline him and give him the world heavyweight championship as a, yeah, you, you know, we didn't want you to have that one. So here, have this one instead. Um, Lesnar was still pretty bloody. Uh, as Marco said, the Kool-Aid man was, was there. Uh, oh no. Um. But uh, not quite sure if, if Lesnar, you know, wanted to or meant to, but he ended up doing it. And then, of course, the funny thing is that in a match where there's blood involving Cody Rhodes, Cody was not the one bleeding, which kind of an alternate universe type thing here.
2: Um, what else? Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt yeah. like that match was was rushed a little bit. Um, yeah, it, uh, as as soon as Lesnar started bleeding, uh, you could tell the the way the cameras were panning, uh, kind of back and forth to avoid the the messiest of the action. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool to see. Um. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed that my my pick didn't turn out. But mm-hmm. uh, kudos to Cody.
0: I thought it was was funny. Uh, you know, the the most humorous part of the match again was the turnbuckle pillow sailing into obscurity, and uh, I saw what looked like some wwe official running toward where the pillow ended up and so i think they recovered the pillow and oh, yeah. didn't let somebody go home with it which yeah. that's a dick move wwe you posted <laughs> like two billion in profit last year let's it's like
2: a foul ball in major league baseball let,
0: yeah let's let some poor wwe fan in puerto rico the first time that they have seen a WWE event in Puerto Rico in 18 years, let let them have their official game-used turnbuckle. Just let them keep it. In fact, let them get it autographed by a couple people or have Brock Lesnar bleed on it or something. I don't know. Make it authentic, you know? Yeah.
1: Howard, what do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, it sounds like this was a a decent match. I say decent because, uh, you know, Brock's matches as of late have not been all that impressive. Gosh, I almost dipped my, uh, paintbrush here into my uh, drink. Um, Ooh, (laughs) spicy. Yeah. Don't drink the paint water. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So it sounds like they at least got a decent or Cody got a decent match out of him. Is this one going to be a classic? no, probably not uh and uh here's my one for the suplexes so mm. cheers boys
0: cheers There you go the 17,944 in attendance uh, thank you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: yeah there it is
0: all right well that's uh <clears throat> that's the show Marco, any uh, any final thoughts? I mean, anybody else watching the, the stream? Uh, hit us up in, a, in the comments. Well, I want to know your, your closing thoughts on tonight's premium live event. Uh, in fact, if, if you want to support these premium live events, get a premium T-shirt at BeerBluesBS.com. I mean, look at that shirt that Howard has. It's premium. It's a triple B premium shirt, in fact. It's available at beerbluesbs.com or streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. The link pinned in the chat, at least on Twitch. And you can find it in the uh, top chat on the YouTube page. And the show notes. For those of you listening to the audio version as well, it's in the show notes there too. For both. Anyway... Uh, Marco with the comment, uh, as we had kind of talked about with the, the blood, but WWE made an announcement last week that they were banning blood altogether. And I, I did not specifically see that or hear about that announcement itself. Um, not sure, but I know. Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants, and so maybe it was an FU if there was a a memorandum around WWE uh, related to not bleeding during matches, but I I don't know. Howard, you're the the sleuth of the internet typically there. Uh, Did you see or hear anything about that? I,
1: I had not seen or heard anything about that, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of fallout comes out after it. But, as I said, I, I think Brock is kind of getting ready to hang up the boots. You know, there's really not much left to do with him. So, will they? Will we see, like, any punishment for Brock? Probably not. Now he's got to win the World Heavyweight
0: Championship.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're going to put
2: that on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rude boy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting to see the, the the gore on display for, uh, a very rare change. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun match to watch, but, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, uh, even though they, they titled Brock Lesnar as the, uh, the most accomplished fighter of uh, of all disciplines. It was uh, it was something that uh, you kind of see the uh, the story progression for uh, for for Lesnar possibly being done in the next uh, imminent future. So. Mm-hmm. And so she goes. Oh. Any other
0: final thoughts? Uh, I mean, I talked about the graphics. Like the lower thirds, very impressive. Uh, the immersion graphics were pretty good tonight. You know how they do the augmented reality. Uh, I liked the theme that they went with for those. So, it, you know, wasn't uh, too over the top. Again, the opening video, eh. Uh, And I will give them props again that they have brought back the end-of-show recap video. So, quick recap of the entire show. I do like that. Saves you from having to watch the whole thing again. Or, you know, go to the WWE social media and watch the clips uh, individually. And it's kind of, for me, it's a throwback... You know, it's like 20 years ago, watching the pay-per-views on pay-per-view, and you get that last moment of what you just watched before your $50 is officially gone forever. (laughs) So,
1: there's that. Uh, I got two final thoughts for you there, uh, Kidder. One, our, uh, our final scores at the end of tonight for the predictions... Uh, in third place was Rude Boy Kyle with three correct. Uh, Kidder, you came in second place Two. with five correct. Oh, five? Yep, mm-hmm. five. And uh, <laughs> I had six correct. So well Speaking done. That. There it is. <laughs> yes, um,
2: I'm, I'm going, going from to the heat. top of the music rule, music uh, skills to the, the bottom of the. The wrestling skills, so that, that hey, that's that's just the way this uh, this goes. That's oh, the, that's the yeah. way she rolls. Yep, yep.
1: If, uh, if, and then oh, the yes, uh, second, second thought. Yes, yeah. My second and uh, last final thought, uh, Kinner, Just cheers on returning to radio, good sir. Thanks. Man. Okay, now I'm officially done reading for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> for tonight, but it's a for new tonight. day.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Again, you'll be able to hear me Monday through Friday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Time on 96.5 The Walleye and on the free 96.5 The Walleye app and also online at 965thewalleye.com for that. Uh, I had a a thought for you there, Howard. Kind of a, a, a question and... Um, with your second thought, I ended up forgetting it. Oh. And it was, it it, it was related to all of this, but,
2: um. Hmm.
1: Well, maybe it'll come to you, uh, at another time where you can ask me. Maybe. (sighs) Maybe. I mean, it was
0: related to this show, and so it's, you know, once we're done with this and, and, uh done then doesn't really matter
1: (laughs) doesn't really matter now because I forgot but (laughs)
2: yeah uh rude boy any any last final thoughts no it was uh it was a good evening watching watching the wrestling making my picks real quick and uh talking it out with you guys and thank you for inviting me on for uh another show I
0: do I do remember, and thanks for joining us, Rude Boy. It was the point for for both of you, and uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because I know Howard has the listings of all of the shows for quite some time (laughs) that that we've been doing these. But the show that I guessed 100% correct, uh, I believe it was Uh, payback uh, or something and then and and this was uh, three four years ago (laughs) (laughs) something like that and I'm pretty sure the very next event whatever it was I got one or two correct. So uh, it, it's just how it goes. And I mean, yeah. uh, obviously, if we were recording this for a later date, then Howard would be able to uh, fire up the spreadsheet and do a little uh, searching there to see for 100% fact-checking. But I sprung this on uh, both of you as a last-minute thought there because that's just how yeah. this goes.
2: <laughs> it was a good time.
0: Yeah. So three well, weeks, three weeks until the next extravaganza times and two. on
1: and on, on that terrible bit of news, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. And as is tradition on these wrestling reviews, since you've been doing the majority of the talking, uh, and it's everybody's favorite segment of Howard trying to do the cheap plugs while slightly intoxicated. Here we go. <laughs> Sometimes better than others. Sometimes it is. Uh I, I feel pretty good about tonight. Although I'll probably end up hacking at some point. Because <laughs> lung capacity. Let's get that one out of the way. All right. You can find us at our home in cyberspace, beer bluesbs.com. That's right. That is our website. That is where you can find out more information about the show. You can also, while you are there, buy us a beer. It's our kind of cheeky way of saying, you can give us some money. You can donate. And you can do that by buying us a beer. It's very low prices. We haven't raised them with inflation. Uh, You know, $3 easily buys a beer and gets your name on the show and a shout out. And if, hey, you want to leave a message with that, great. We'll read it out um, on the show. Also, while you are at BeerBluesBS.com, you can click up at the top on a little button called merch, and that'll take you to our merch store where you can buy some great beer blues BS merch. Kidder's been putting out some of it throughout the night, such as the uh, triple B logo pint class that he has the premium t-shirt that I am wearing, or Hey, you can get a bedspread with Kidder's picture on it. You know, if you want to creep him out a little bit, he laughs, but it's true. It's, it, it did happen yes. once. Yeah. Beer anyway, Blues, it's, a, com. <laughs> yep, it's a great place if you want to help support the show and get some cool threads. We also have some other great sayings and such there. So make sure you check that out while you are there. If you liked this show and want to learn more, hey, or if maybe you want to keep up on all the latest news, check out our Facebook page. Just search for Beer Blues and BS, the podcast, and... Every now and then we post some sneaky special things there. So keep an eye out. It's a great place to keep up with what we're up to. We're also on Instagram. <laughs> There's the hacking, um, which Howard is not up on the gram. I, I, I don't do social media. That's a kidder thing. And so, uh, yeah. I, I can't tell you uh, too much more about it, but if you're into that th- sort of thing, you know, just search for beer blues and BS. I think it's at beer blues and BS is the Instagram thing. Kidder will correct me if I am. Beer wrong. blues BS. Yeah. there we go. Very simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you. If you've been watching us as we stream, this is kind of a new thing we've been doing with the wrestling shows. If you want to catch the replay of this or some of our past content and you want to see it in person, see our happy smiling faces, you know, faces that were meant for podcasting, you know, you can always check us out over at YouTube. Just search for beer blues and BS. There's also some other great bonus little things that pop up there as well from time to time, Uh, a couple, including a couple of spinoff shows such as Howard's cave of wonder kidder's logs and a few other things. So make sure you check us out. Maybe you have a road trip coming. I mean, it is summer. People are going to be doing some traveling. Maybe you're going to do some driving. You can take us with us in the audio form. That's right. The audio version of this podcast is available on all the major podcasting services. Everything from Spotify to Amazon podcasts, YouTube podcasts, Stitcher, Last FM, Podbean, you name it. We're there and you can download the show. Take us with you. We're a great way to kill two hours on the road. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just need some good brothers to be traveling with you. Let's see. What am I missing? (laughs) Hey, we heard tonight Kidder's going back on the radio and that's great. Uh, But, hey, if 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 you're excited for that and you want to get a head start on the musical selections of one mark kidder hey go over to spotify the killer kidder show playlist is there it's available and it's a chance for you to get some good tunes that'll last you months and months it's a lot of music the uh
2: <laughs>
0: the, the last uh check here there are seven thousand one hundred fifty-five songs and that totals at this time 476 hours and 16 minutes.
1: Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and uh, with that, I think I've hit everything that I need to say. Who knows? As I said, I don't do this all that often reasons. And so with that, that man over on the other end, he is the man, the myth, the legend, the Kidder joining us tonight. Special guest, rude boy, Kyle, bringing in some excellent thoughts, opinions, and observations. Made the show a hundred times better. And with that, just going to say, make sure to keep your glass at least half full. Free beer tomorrow, I hear. So watch out for that. And uh, we'll see you all down that old Puerto Rican Tuscan highway. Uh, (laughs) Have a good night, everybody.